0: Welcome to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge with your host, Carol McClelland Fields. Within each show, Carol and her guests explore topics that give coaches, healers, and other change catalysts new concepts, tools, and insights that open up opportunities to flourish personally, professionally, and financially. And now, your host, Carol McClelland-Fields.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Carol McClelland-Fields, your host. In this episode of Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge, my guest Bobby Middendorf and I will be sharing insights about evolving your new work. And we'll be sharing a bit of our journeys, our own evolving work, and the discoveries we've made along the way. And that will help you with evolving your new work that you're called to bring into the world.
0: Welcome, Bobby. Thank you, Carol. I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Yes, you and I have experienced such an interesting journey together. And as we've leaned into our own trailblazing aspects of our work and the whole creative development process... I'm really excited to revisit these experiences and to share what we've learned with the listeners. The show is going to be a little different than usual, and that is purposeful because we sat with it and evolved it as we have evolved our work. We will each have our story, our insights to share as we have heard our own calls to bring something new into the world. We have supported each other in different ways through our individual journeys and our joint journey. And we have some similarities and differences in how we process information and how we create, and yet they've all blended quite naturally and beautifully. So I wanted to start the show with a brief description from each of us about the work that we're doing now. So Bobby, what did you do before and where are you headed with the work that you're doing?
0: I've always, even before having the words, shown up as someone giving voice to the divine feminine. It's what I now call yin arising. I've been a catalyst my whole life, again, even when I didn't have the words. I've maintained a lot of deep earth connections, intuitive, inspirational encouragement for others, and an ability to coax out potential for people in process-oriented spaces And this was not what showed up during 18 and a half years in corporate book publishing. While I was doing that, I also got an MA in interdisciplinary arts and had two children and moved after about almost 20 years into freelance, done for you, writing, editing, marketing, ghostwriting. I also wrote body, mind, spirit articles and book reviews and I taught college writing as that unfolded more and more I wanted to explore ways to bring all of me to the table so I've been trying to put this into words for a really long time this journey that you and I've been on Carol has been a culmination of a long time of my trying to find the words and the way to claim my full potential bring multiple gifts talents capacities into expression and where I am right now is in a space that I call Adventures and Experiments in Sacred Exchange and it's my joyful and delighted approach to an alternative way towards the word business. On my journey right now, I am exploring the edges of things and the boundaries and it's been such a great opportunity to do that in partnership with you and your vast and beautiful capacities. And I'm really bringing this spiral around with what I call yin arising. I've returned back to the collage and visual work that I did during my master's program, as well as poetry. I've been incorporating them together in something I call word alters. And then I also work with clients, teams, in co-creative, collaborative situations. I do poetry, story, and grounding meditations as part of this work with clients and teams. And I'm finally coming around to claiming my spiritual healing capacities. Uh, holding healing and sanctuary space for myself and those who want to hang out in my field in this adventure in sacred exchange so that all of us can birth and bring forward the new and unexpected and really infinite potential of our expression. Bring it from inside out into the world.
1: Yes, powerful, powerful ability to hold space and to reflect back the truths of what one is saying to you because that's just a powerful skill that you have. I wanted to also share a bit about my story and my evolving work so that when Bobby and I are talking about our experience, you have a sense of where we've both come from. So I've been a solopreneur since 1991. In the early days, I worked primarily with clients navigating significant transitions and those who were seeking clarity about their purpose and professional direction. And along the way, I developed several programs and models that I used with my clients, always developing in an incremental way. As I got new insights, I'd add to it. So they were always growing. And then in the mid-2000s, I started training coaches, healers, and other change catalysts to incorporate my models and programs in their work with clients. And this continues even now. I just relaunched my Seasons of Change model of transition recently. And so this is taking that work to a whole new level than I had ever thought possible back when I created it in the 90s. In the year 2007, I actually switched gears and started helping professionals who were looking for ways to use their time, talent, and training to create a more sustainable world. So I had a business called Green Career Central for about eight years. A few years into that, I felt a calling to my deeper, and I did not know what that meant. I just knew that the work that I was doing was not the end point. I knew that there was something more called to do. And I started a search. I searched, and I searched. And it was about midway through that search that Bobby and I met, and our paths crossed in a course that we took together to help us build a new business. And we'll talk more about that later. In 2015, I relocated to Oregon. I felt my quest focusing on a new way to do my work. So the last few years, I have focused on supporting coaches, healers, and other change catalysts at the growing edge of their profession, their work, and their personal journey. And I also know that change catalysts are being called to evolve their work right now to address the issues of their time. I'm being called to bring together my knowledge of making significant changes, as well as my work helping people gain clarity about the focus of what they do. Finally, the two threads of my world are coming together and it's a beautiful thing. A bit about our background together, and Bobby, please chime in as you would like. We started meeting each other online through a Facebook group and then later through a business course. The class that we were in was to help us see the world from a new perspective, to get out of the usual way of seeing the world and really stretch our awareness of seeing life through different lenses. And that Class gave us a similar perspective, similar skills, similar language to enhance both our intuition and our ability to see the emergent future, how things were evolving in the world and in our own lives. And then, serendipitously, I think we didn't talk to each other about it. We just ended up in the same build your business class to create our new body of work and that class we had coursework and group meetings but we also had a small group and bobby and i were paired in this small group and we met weekly i believe during the course but then we continued meeting and we continue to meet even to this day five years later because there's such a resonance between us and we have developed this way of working that we will share with you as we go along we have supported each other, both as colleagues, you know, listening or sharing ideas, testing things out. But We've also been each other's clients and have another's wisdom in that way. Anything you'd like to share beyond that, Bobby?
0: So one of the things that we've done that's different, it's what I call riffing. Those with a musical background will get it. We really lean into what shows up in the moment or right before we get on the call together, we pay attention to what is showing up on many, many different levels. And then we play with that. We invite forward insights that might come. We also have maintained a space, co-created and shared, where we always hold for the highest intent the highest outcome for ourselves, for each other, and for the greater unfoldment of whatever is going to be next. We actually use that kind of structure or process, what I call spacious structure, to create this conversation.
1: Yes, we did. I think it's important to mention here that I think every time we talk to each other, A level of creativity that happens not because we're setting out to be creative, but because we have this container and this way of setting up this spacious structure and the way we interact with each other, that we often, quite often, will say something we've never said before or see something we've never seen before. And that often is then the spark that takes us to the next level with our own work. And that's what we're going to lean into in the next part of the show. We're going to start with the beginning of our journey being in that Build Your Business course, and then we'll continue on and talk a little bit about the kinds of work we do. When we signed up for the course, and I've now labeled this kind of course a Build Your Business course, the purpose of the course was to create a body of work, a program, and to get more clients, more income, and use our talent in a way that was appealing to us. I think it's fair to say, Bobby, that we were both wanting that. We both wanted more clients and more income. We both wanted to do work that was true to us. And we felt like we were in the right place. This is how I should be building my business. I should take this class and I should get the new program and then I will market it and life will be good. I think it's fair to say neither of us quite conquered building the program in that course. The journey, however, was profound. What we did discover was something that has led to our newly evolved work. It just took a while to show up. In the course and just in the ambiance of the environment of that course and the business culture at the time, there were these build your business mantras, like build it fast, market it and get it out there, build it while you fly it, big goals, using cookie cutter systems as a path to success, fastest path to cash, choosing a market that will be able to afford your top dollar programs. All of those things were in the zeitgeist of the times. This was now five years ago. It's changed a little. There are some modifications now to how people are seeing the business world. But that was really the energy was to hurry. It was to nail down your program as quickly as possible and get it out there and do big marketing to get the big
0: sales. In a technical term, it was yucky.
1: <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> yes, we both felt that that there was something about the experience, something about that container. And it was not the instructor, be clear about that, it wasn't about the all the process that we were doing necessarily, but there was this feeling that it wasn't matching us. It wasn't aligned with us. One
0: of the things that You have since come to clarify from that build your business model is it can work for certain types of people, certain types of businesses, people who are in a certain arc uh, or trajectory in their business. However, if you are not clear about your people, if you are not clear about exactly what you offer, it is not helpful and i think we were both at a place where clarity was hard to see at that point yes. <laughs> very um, i sense that both of us were trying and and looking to evolve something quite a bit bigger than we had previously experienced something that was maybe even beyond just a new business or a new program idea it was for me, I will say I had been trying to say these new concepts and language and nobody got it and nobody got it. And I kept trying and you need keywords and you need your people and search engines need, to, you know, it needs to be something that's that's recognizable out there in the world, but it's so new that it's not recognizable, that there is no language about it. So we got trapped in this what Carol calls a spin cycle. And I had been in it for a while. I think you had too, Carol.
1: Yes. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So that really didn't work.
1: I remember in that class having several instances where I was being asked to name something that it felt should have been easy, but I couldn't name it. I couldn't name who I wanted to work with. I couldn't name the what that I wanted to work with them on. I was in such a early formative stages that I couldn't name those things. And without being able to name those things, there's no way to carry on to create a program. It's like we were in a class, but we weren't prepared. We weren't ready. We weren't in a space to use those services. We were at an earlier stage. We needed to take a different journey. The other thing that I think really impacted us both was that the focus was still on finding the high-level clients, the clients that could pay the big dollar program fees. And my model has always been to use my skills to help more people, not fewer people, And so that whole request to find the niche that would pay this amount of money just sort of was nauseating to me. It it did not feel good at all. And it is not how I work. My work does not come from that place. There are people at a different cycle in their business that are ready to do higher end programs. The people I work with and people Bobby works with are people who are in the early formative stages of their own work and that's not where they have the big dollar pockets and so it was just another sign that our place in our journey and our values were not matching well with what we were being asked to do so we both felt like we were butting up against this process and We kept wondering in our small groups and then private conversations that we had, we kept wondering why it wasn't working for us. A couple months into it, we realized that the process might work for some, but it wasn't our process and that our work was not really meant to be put into a five-step program or a 10-step program. It's different than that. And then we realized, dot, 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 Bobby.
0: (laughs) The five-step program idea doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to be step-by-step, but mostly they are. That's the default setting. And they're very masculine. They're very logical. And we were both very tuned into intuition by virtue of this previous body of work with someone else that we'd, we'd worked with. Intuition evolution. Carol's experience was iterative changes in her previous way she worked with people and with her own body of work. Where was that iterative and intuitive approach? And where were the creative sparks and the sense of this is an unfolding journey? This is from inside out. There's discovery, experimentation, exploration. And somehow those were not highlighted to a degree that they appeared to us. Um, They might have been there, but it was certainly covered up by a lot of other more traditional standard business building models. Yes.
1: We finished that class. And the very next day, my husband and I woke up and realized that it was time for us to relocate. I put my business on hold for about six months while we relocated and settled in. And when I came back to my business, and I remember very clearly where I was sitting, I had a bunch of colored pens, and I was trying to sort out what had happened. Here I am, a clarity coach, helping people with clarity about their business, and I couldn't find my own clarity in any way, shape, or form. And so I decided to look at my business experiences, and there were many more that I haven't shared here, but it was clear that things were not working well. Uh, before our move. And I started sorting out what had happened, why things weren't coming together even through this class. And what I realized was that when you are evolving a new body of work, you do not have the clarity yet to answer questions about your niche, your ideal clients, your benefits, your problems that you solve. It's not that you don't have a sense of them. It's just you don't know clearly. You don't have the words to articulate it. You may have an intuitive sense that what you do is very helpful, but you haven't grappled with how to communicate all that. If you think about any business building course you've ever taken, the earliest step is to figure out your niche and your target market and build from there. But if you don't know those, if you are still evolving your new body of work, then that can't be your starting point because you don't know enough to be even taking that class. Actually, there's a whole different journey. There's the journey of evolving your work. Let me take a moment to define what that means. So evolving your work could be adding a new program, reconfiguring offers you already have, shifting to a new clientele, creating a new body of work, starting a new venture, or creating a new field of work, or some combination of those. When you are evolving your work and you try to use the build your business model, it does not end well. Let's just say that. (laughs) It is uncomfortable at best and damaging at worst because you can't answer those questions because your journey is a deeper journey to get inside your ideas, to build connections with your ideas, to create an intimate relationship with your ideas so that you layer in bit by bit the new work that is meant to be yours. And it is like building a relationship. There's layers upon layers of insight. As Change catalysts, we have a rich background. We have rich intuition. We have training. We have client work that we've done, life experience. All of that gives us this rich background. And we're each being called to pull from our background to come up with this new work that's matching the needs of our times. We can't do that through the build your business model. Instead, we need to do something that's deeper and takes us into a deeper relationship with our work so that. We can find the nuggets of truth and we can put together this body of work that is ours to do. So when I first had this discovery, nobody else was talking about anything like this. I still don't know that many people are. I know people have started questioning the build your business model as being the only way, which is good, but I felt so nervous about calling these truths at that time that I started a focus group on Facebook to share some of these nuggets that I had come up with about why that experience had not worked for us. Bobby was in that focus group, and a number of other people were. And we had some very rich, healing conversations that really solidified and confirmed that what I was sensing was absolutely true. Bobby, do you wanna share your experience of that group?
0: Healing is just the very most surface layer. It was a most powerful exploration, discussion, support for so many of us who shared extreme pain and almost trauma from this toxic environment of going through again and again someone's expensive build your business program. And it didn't work. And so you try again and again and again. It really got to be crazy.
1: Yes. A lot of people have since talked to me about business trauma. It's actually a source of trauma for people to invest large sums of money that they are probably putting themselves out on a limb to pay for. And then not realizing that they are not in the best place. To take that course and so they get not much from it they may learn some strategies learn some insights but they can't implement because they're not clear enough about the core focus of their work yet and so this was a huge turning point for me personally because it led to the work that i now do i basically took myself on as my first client as we often do with these evolutions of our work And I walked myself through each phase of the process to bring my work out of the depths and into the world again. I want to switch gears to look a little more deeply at our experience of realizing that there was another way we could approach this. Bobby, do you want to start with that?
0: Sure. We had been meeting through this build your business experience. Eventually. Carol and I just continued our one on one. We experimented with different ways of holding this shared space so that it would be safe for each other, where we could be listening partners for each other. And as we continued, we started to notice that there were things that we did together that enhanced the holding of the space, that encouraged the insights to flow, that inspired us and each other to say things that we hadn't said in quite that way before. We started to pay attention, to see what showed up in the moment, in the conversation, Carol had a certain group of tools that she brought to the conversation. I had some other ones. We had a few that were shared. And so we were, A, not alone, and B, we were able to practice these different ways of expressing what is true for us right now, both around life experiences and also around business experiences. And during this time, Carol was able to share her new insights about the difference between evolving versus building a business. And I was absolutely thrilled, her insights and capacities to dig into those details while also holding on to the big picture is truly a gift and amazing and stunning what she can do with this. And I am in awe of Carol and her gifts. And it just is so much fun to be able to have these conversations, to riff off each other's insights, to feel like we're being heard and seen. A couple of the things that I brought specifically to our interactions is an opening, centering, or grounding process. Sometimes it's very short. It's sort of like breathing together. And sometimes I would go on to longer, more meditative or visualization type practices. But these helped bring us in this virtual space together into a shared space at a new Energetic level. We also shared a process that we learned from another class about listening into the stillness or the inner silence or the emerging future. What wishes to be expressed in our shared meeting today? So we would do a process that goes into this silence and we would each listen. And perhaps we would listen for each other or we would listen for ourselves and then we would share. What came up in that silence? At heart, it has been a deep listening practice where we're present to, for, and with each other, seeing, hearing, and then bringing an honest witness perspective to each other's stories, challenges, insights.
1: And I think not being alone is key. Because when you're evolving your work, there's so many unknowns and there's so many choices and nuances, and sometimes you just get spun up inside your head and you can't see straight at all. And so, these centered listening moments were a time to just arrive and be still and share from whatever place you shared from. And the return on that was a much higher level. I think our spaces together took us to a higher level when we were worried and in our own mess. We were sort of down in the weeds, but when we got together and had this practice, it would lift us and we were able to synthesize what we were saying in different ways than we had probably even thought of before. And so it was just a catalyst, really, for both of us to see, hear, and sense new things. We also would share stuck points, trouble spots. You know, I remember once very clearly with the focus group on Facebook where all of a sudden out of the blue, nobody was writing. I went, what's happening? And I got on the phone with Bobby and we talked about it and we go, okay. and we found some new insights that made it even better, that made it a much more dynamic experience. And it's, Catching those moments in process. This is part of that incremental growth. When you're doing something and it's not quite working as you would like, you go into it in that moment and see how you can evolve that or how you can grow that or redirect it so that it makes an even better experience for everybody. So, we often would reframe trouble spots. Sometimes our trouble spots end up showing us our greatest wisdom and we just don't have quite that perspective yet when we're in the middle of it. We also definitely supported each other in our gifts and our strengths. We support each other in taking the next step to really leaning into something that felt big. We had the support of somebody in the background and sometimes in the foreground. It's just part of the fabric we live in now that we are supporting each other. We've shared lots of resources over time. I shared an article just before we got on today that seemed right up Bobby's alley. So I'm always on the lookout for something that will support her in leaning forward. And we definitely celebrate our successes, celebrate each other's successes. And I think another big part of what we do is we watch the world together. We take note of the changes that are happening, the nuances, the trends, the themes. Because we are both change catalysts, that has given us both the insight and the stimulus to do new things, but it also helps us affirm what it is we are doing. It gives us, ah, okay, I'm on the right track. Or, huh, I hadn't thought of that before. I need to incorporate that idea. And so as I've done experiments along the way in the last few years to build up this new body of work, I was definitely leveraging what we were seeing in the greater world. And because I wasn't just sitting in my own room wondering if what I was seeing is what I was seeing, but we were talking to each other and sharing other resources, we got those confirmations. And all of that has been such a blessing and has allowed us to step into a different way to evolve our business, one that is based more on a concept of yin arising. And I'm going to let Bobby introduce you to that phrase.
0: I mentioned at the beginning that this divine feminine force has been arising within me pretty much my whole life and it's come out in public ways sometimes and less public ways other times but it's really been a constant and over the last few years this idea of the call of yin arising has made itself very plain very explicit As it sounds, the inner feminine that is coming online and it is calling us to new metaphors, very much organic. So sometimes Carol, who is a very organic lover of nature, will talk about building a foundation and I'll just say, or growing deep roots. (laughs) <laughs> so it really is about reshaping the story we tell and we live by being very mindful and conscious about language and the metaphors that we use to start to co-create this new world that we all want to live in that's regenerative and brings all life to the table in a really positive way. I've been making these kind of principles explicit in this segment of our conversation. There are a lot of principles, I would say, that are foundational to yin arising. And there are a smaller subset of that, that Carol and I discovered, road-tested, what we used and grew from in this co-creative container. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the ones that I found potent. Yin rising is the divine feminine rising. This is not just for women. This is not just the feminine. Yin rising is an energy that is available in all beings, men and women, representing a sparkling, igniting, beautiful flow of creativity, creation, the intuition that we were talking about. It is relevant to men and women who are looking to evolve themselves, their work in the world, and in so doing, evolve the world itself. Yin rising encompasses the both and, which is one of those key principles what, what we talked about in the build your business model felt, by and large, very masculine, very yang, logical, linear, rational, X number of steps. And it might wear clothing that sounded softer around the edges, and it still was that, that linear, logical, rational at the heart of it yin arising recognizes that the feminine yin energies are very flowing and that flow requires a container and that container is the divine masculine within each one of us within each being it's not specific to a gender it is the both and The flow of the living principle of creation, of growth, of organic evolution, and a container that helps to capture that flow in a shapely yet fluid way to bring it forward and out into the world. So we need both. And yet the dance is changing. The dance is no longer Ginger Rogers following Fred Astaire, doing everything he does, but backward and in high heels. It is the divine feminine is going to lead. It encompasses this both and, this sense of growing out of the earth, of evolution, and the sense of self-evolution. If you're A change catalyst, or what I call an evolutionary or a visionary, you're bringing your work out into the world. It's a given that you are evolving at the same time as your work is. So it's this sense of co evolution of the self and the body of work, or the business, or whatever you call it. They both happen simultaneously and play off each other, what I would call synergies, greater than the sum of the parts. Carol, you have experienced over the whole trajectory of your work, the importance of incremental growth and evolution, that things don't have to, oh, the the phrase, oh, have a quantum leap. You know, that's scary. That's too big. And there may be times that those kinds of things happen. But to get there, you are taking a lot of small, even microscopic, incremental steps that you just keep refining and polishing and honing this body of work that wants to come out in the world. It's co-creative. It's doing it together. There's an ongoingness to the process think about a seed. You don't go dig up a seed after you plant it to see how it's growing. You just have to trust and give it the nourishment and nutrient that it needs to become a little tender shoot sticking out of the ground. And something I've learned from Carol has been so important. That tender little shoot is not going to be strong enough to support life. You have to keep nourishing it and coaxing it along so that it comes out as a shoot in spring and then it's fed and watered and it's given sunshine through the summer. And finally, late summer, early fall, there might be a fruit, something that that can feed you, that can nurture you, that can support you. But it takes time and to trust that process. Carol, you want to chime in?
1: Sure. It's a Brilliant. Tie in here, the seed itself is like an idea. We have lots and lots and lots of seeds. We have lots and lots and lots of ideas, but it's finding the seeds that are viable and that are willing and able to grow in the conditions that we provide it. And the growing process, as Bobby mentioned, it's a process that happens over time. It's not a flip of a switch. You don't just flip the switch and say, I'm live, I'm launching. No. There's all sorts of steps to the process and the more you do those steps and gain the clarity and the comfort and the confidence with each step, then as you get closer and closer to taking your work out in the world, you are very confident and clear and clean and grounded in your work and it just shines out of you. It's not a hard working at it thing if you set the stage it just keeps growing it keeps nurturing it keeps evolving and you take the feedback that you get from your colleagues from your clients from your own experience and you keep up leveling you keep nurturing you keep refining and it's a fascinating process i will say that ideas have their own timeline the idea is its own entity we are a caretaker for that idea, that, that thing that we're growing. And so it's up to us to read the signs and to nurture it in the ways that are going to help it grow the best at a certain time. And I think all of that is very much in alignment, the natural flow, the organic evolution, all of that is so naturally aligned with the inner rising concepts. One of the reasons Bobby and I have been able to co-create in so many ways is that our starting point, our base philosophies are quite similar. We may have slightly different metaphors that we use, but there's, there's a core to it. And it is a new way. It is not the old way. Building new skills. It's a very different way. And we still, I still do it. My clients still do it. We still get caught up in, but it should look like this. It should look like how everybody else is doing their business, but how everybody else is doing their business is not really functional for a certain group of people, namely those who are evolving their work and also those who we call change catalysts, evolutionaries and trailblazers, and they're at the growing edge of their field, their work. So we'll talk more about what we're up to in a little bit. The next piece we wanted to talk about was the shared container of co-creative space that we've been working on. And we wanted to offer a description and some best practices that we have uncovered so that you have a starting point. So you have a way to envision how this might work in your own life or if it would appeal to you to be a part of something like this.
0: So one of the principles of this yin arising is what I call growing an ecosystem. Uh, It's a shared container. It could be called sacred space. It's a structure that you can create for yourself, or you may find some like-hearted others out there who are doing this, where you and a few people can get intimate on recognizing that you're on parallel paths of evolving, of blazing a trail, of being a visionary and creating the new world that we all want to live in. From this growing an ecosystem perspective, a few of the practices that we found have been instrumental in doing it and evolving ourselves and each other includes the capacity to listen deeply, to ourselves and to each other, and to as accurately as humanly possible, reflect back what we see and hear, and really from multiple levels. It's something that I call the honoring witness, where we honor the insights, perspectives, processes, gifts, and we're able to articulate what we hear, what we see, again, on all levels, what is visible and what is beneath the surface. Because sometimes we can say something to the other person, I heard you say X, Carol, and Carol had said it, but having someone else to underscore what we heard that sounded different or special can bring it to the other person's attention in a way that is really potent. And there there are sparks, from this listening process. Those are some of the things that we have found have been extremely helpful in growing this little community or shared ecosystem that we've been in. Um, And there've been some benefits as well. Do you wanna take that, Carol?
1: Sure. Through this co-creative collaborative shared community, we have both been nurtured and I think we both have developed skills and our confidence and our beingness through this co-created field. Our confidence and the clarity, we are both works in progress. We will always be works in progress. We will gain a deeper, richer soil as our foundation, And that will allow us to know certain things about our work. And then we can build up on that and build up on that. That confidence grows in layers. And, you know, it's such a relief to be seen and heard and held with love while we're going through this very intense journey with evolving our work. To do it alone, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how we would do that because there's so many times when you question yourself and you sigh and you wonder, you know, in tears, whether you're getting anywhere. And then you have this meeting that you're just, there's affirming and honoring and witnessing and repeating and it sets up confirmation and an affirmation for our work. And we have both been more expansive and spacious in how we think about things follow these trails (laughs) into the woods. We discover things that we didn't know we were on the call to discover, but man, that was profound. Man, that, that just gave me an idea for this thing, this thing I'm writing, or this idea of something I'm doing, which also gives us an impetus to keep moving forward and finding ways to say things with new words that maybe are more succinct or more precise or more emotionally aligned with the work that I do finding those new ways is really a profound experience many times we have a recording going on so that we can record what we're saying because so many things happen even if we're just chit-chatting and you know catching up often we'll just ask one question that will take us off into this new new insights new ideas that we really want to capture So, anything you would add there, Bobby?
0: You never know when the spark is going to show up. And I am the daughter of a man who was a Boy Scout. Be prepared. (laughs) prepared. Have your recording going.
1: (laughs) And I will also say that we both take notes during our calls for the same reason jotting down ideas. Well, thank you, Bobby. So, let's help our listeners understand more about our work and how to find us. So what would you say is your prior work as Change Catalyst at this time? And we know you're in process.
0: I show up everywhere as uh, a writer and creator, as a co-creator of spaces and representing the embodied flow of yin arising. My intent is to awaken, uplift, inspire, and invite others to reconnect with their own inner wisdom, their wholeness, their own flow. And I want people to have fun in their experiments. So this ground and under underpinning of being, uh, for me, comes out in what I call the word altars, mixed media collage and poetry that I make, as well as the sanctuary spaces that I co-hold with small groups. You could call them masterminds. I don't. Um, (laughs) And one-on-one to really offer spaces for practicing, experiencing, embodying wholeness, developing process, listening to your own inner wisdom. Uh, so that you can bring it into the world in new embodied expressions, whatever that is for you. So the world is yearning for the fullness of our gifts, and that is my most profound heart intent, is to hold the space for those gifts to come forward.
1: Beautiful. So, Bobby, what would be the best places for people to learn more about you and your work?
0: I am on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I also have a website called writesynergies.com w-r-i-t-e-s-y-n-e-r-g-i-e-s dot com, one word.
1: Beautiful. And we will have uh, Bobby's resources on both my site, which is Flourish as a forward slash radio, and also on the inspirednewsradio.com page with this episode. And so we'll have those resources for you. My primary work as a change catalyst is basically what I've been talking about today. The best way to reach me is on flourish as a and there I talk about my work with people at the growing edge of their field, and that's this radio show and coach training and Change Catalyst training that I do on transitions and clarity. And then I also support Change Catalyst in evolving their new work, helping them identify the focus of their new work, and also all of this deep rich work of gaining clarity and building an intimate relationship with the focus of what they do so that they are able to take that out in the world with confidence and clarity. And my work in transitions is also helpful for all of us who are impacted by the changes that are happening in our world right now. My main site, flourishasachangecatalyst.com will definitely give you an overview of all that I have going on, and that's the best place. So, Bobby, any final thoughts you'd like to share before we close up?
0: Well, I just, I want to share with people how amazing and awesome you are at supporting people who are evolving their work and who are in the process of gaining clarity. I have learned to stand in the places where I am clear by the work that we have done together both the informal as well as being part of some of your programs and and some of your coaching so I am eternally grateful.
1: Oh, well I You're am awesome. Thank you and I am eternally grateful for the support that I have received from you and the ways of the Yin arising have been profound experiences as well. And I look forward to continuing our co creating as we move forward. So thank you for all that you've shared today, Bobby. And to explore the resources that Bobby and I are sharing today, I will ask you to go to flourishasachangecatalyst.com forward slash radio. And I will have links to all of our resources and you will also be able to find links to our previous episodes. So thank you so much for listening today. Stay tuned for more ways you can flourish as a change catalyst at the growing edge.
0: been listening to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge on InspiredNewsRadio.com with Carol McClelland-Fields. Tune in regularly to hear more ways you can flourish as a Change Catalyst.